This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kids and their families stay close to medical experts and each other. Thanks from the kids at the Ronald McDonald House. To bid on this hour's auction items, call 651-647-KIDS. First of all, let's tell you that uh, Mary came in under the wire, Ooh. and she is going to be our uh, guest announcer. $700. Wow, I wonder if that's that. Mary of Mary and Molly. I don't know that. They're a famous duo. Oh, okay. oh interesting. Well, maybe they'll do the intro together the for a whole week. It's okay, Mary's so Mary choice. got the announcer. Thank you for that donation. All right. Thank you. Lori's going to tell us what's up for bed this uh, half hour. Okay, or so, hour, so hour, we have a beauty and Botox evening. Um, I It's June. I can't remember what date, Donnie. If you've got, uh, June 13th. June 13th. And so 10 people. It's $350. Uh just a flat price. You just have to buy it. Six five one six four seven kids, and so it's a night of beauty and Botox. Ever everyone will get a skin consultation, and twenty units of Botox administered by Doctor C. We'll have drinks and food. Oh, that sounds fun. From six thirty to eight thirty, and um, anyway, Julia and I, you know, love to. If someone wants us to hold their hand, or you can walk them through the process. We and, do. and then plus, Doctor C is administering, He's so doing you know it. that yeah. you're in. Fabulous hands. Yeah, it's really, really good. And it's always really fun. And and that sells out. And if you want to do it, I mean, what a great way to do it because $350 is going directly to Ronald McDonald House Upper Midwest. Yeah. And you're getting the Botox. And you're getting the Botox. Yeah, Yeah, it's really nice. So 651-647-KIDS, 651-647-5437. And uh, apparently people are not in a big hurry to go to Lord with us tomorrow (laughs) night because we still have tickets at the Excel. Yeah, we have 12 tickets left for the Lord concert. for the suite. And those are $100 each. We know it's a little last minute, but it's a Friday night. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's totally going to be fun. But, you know, again, uh, even just me trying to find someone to go with me to Lord, it was just like people were like, well, I know that one song because her second album did not sell like the first one. No. And the first album was four years ago. But just think about the music industry and how much yeah. it's changed in the past four years. It's crazy. This album was nominated for Album of the Year, Lori. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. I know. So it's going to be fantastic. And I think that it's just a fun opportunity to hang out with your friends because like we said last hour, the crowd at Lord is going to be fun. Yeah. So get a bunch of girlfriends, buy the tickets, donate the money. I was happy I found someone who was like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to <laughs> go with you, you know? Right. Okay, so last night, I know, Donnie, you didn't get a chance to watch it, but the uh, oh, finale, finale of the yeah. assassination of uh, Johnny yeah. Versace was, was so, so good. And it was like an hour and 15 minute episode. And um, it was interesting. I think it was uh, Jezebel 
had a story about, they called it that the assassination of Johnny Versace was nothing less than landmark television. Mm. And the reason that this uh, uh, Rich Jowalski, which is the name of the guy who wrote the opinion piece, is that they, he really felt that Ryan Murphy and the writer, um, what the story they chose to tell in telling this story through the eyes of Andrew Cunanan and the five victims, including, you know, the last one, Johnny, Johnny. Versace. But that the whole show turned out to be a goldmine of issues that have faced gay men in the last 20 years, many of them still relevant today. Coming out, being outed, HIV, don't ask, don't tell, homophobia, casual homophobia from other gay men, aggressive homophobia from other gay men, racism, specifically anti-Asian, religion, gay panic, suicide, the way you put yourself in someone's hands, stranger's hands when you, the hookup culture of it, that there were appearances from I don't know if you call them gay icons, but Kathy Moriarty and Judith Light. I would say. Yeah, yeah. and that there was the thrill of seeing Ricky Martin play gay in a fictionalized uh, way, 1997, back when he was in the closet. And there were not one, but two songs by Laura Branigan. And for the young people, Laura Branigan was maybe the Carly Rae Jepsen. Back then, yeah, Gloria and self control. How can I live without? Yeah, you? Mm-hmm. ditto. Lisa Stan Stansfield, um, all around oh, the God, world. And this is the <laughs> yes. right time. And those were the, the soundtrack. And if Versace was nothing but its soundtrack, it would have made people see that most shows. So many of the, sh- it's like soul to soul, back to life, delight. Sure. So the fact that you know, it's it's examining a piece of popular culture that we're very familiar with, the death of Gianni Versace. But in this story, and do you agree with this, Ahmed, I, d- I really do. That this show was able to touch on so many different I narrative do. cultural threads? I, I do, because there was this sneering attitude, um, even though it was 97 and we felt that we'd come a ways from the 80s and we had a president that didn't acknowledge, you know, that 7,000 gay men had died in this country before he even uttered the word you know, yes. AIDS and HIV. Um, but I I feel like um, there was a lot of ab- just blatant and very obvious, you know, kind of looking down and discrimination and just hate that was happening yeah. uh, around everything gay. Mm-hmm. And I thought they really got the tone of that time right. And also the fact that, And we see it in this show, The Assassination of Johnny Versace. Oh, yay. Just want to let you know that uh, five of the Botox uh, specials are gone. gone. Five left. Yep. Only five left. Six, five, one, six, four, seven kids if you want to get in on that Botox deal. Um, But I think, you know, when this one person said, so four unknown gay men across the country were shot and everyone has known about it for two months and now we're looking for him because he shot somebody famous. A celebrity. Right. A celebrity. Right. So it was the marginalization yes. of these victims yes. by authorities, by the FBI. We know about by this man by the local police, yeah. too. Yeah. And there was this one lieutenant in the Miami force who kept saying, you know, Cunanan is here. He's in Miami. We need to look after him. And there was sort of this, hey, he's just, you know, he's only killed, you know, some, 
you know, guys who are gay are probably yeah, asking for yeah. it with their dangerous sex. Yeah. Wants and because and of their sexual orientation, yes. these cases weren't taken seriously. Yeah. Just a thing that was 20 years ago. 20 so, years. Yeah, and that's it, all. And it also mm-hmm. contrasted the wide range of interpersonal issues and disparities amongst gay men. You know, and even just... In- well, yeah, it's not a monolith category. No. I mean, it, it's human beings yeah. are within that. And and also also the whole way that even you see in, in the show how you see Johnny Versace's mom tells him, you know, in order to be brilliant, in order to be special, you have to work very, very hard. You have to put yes, everything did, into yeah. it. Andrew Cunanan's father just tells him, Ugh. you are special because you were just born special. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, he ends Looking up becoming how, uh, the most homophobic character in the whole gay, in the whole story, even though he's gay. Mm-hmm. Versace? No, or no. Cunanan. 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 He was, in fact, the best worst little boy in the world who just thought he was special and he wanted what Cunanan or what Versace had. But he, he wasn't going to put any of the work into it. Any of it. And that was partly, I mean, this, the guy who played his father was just incredible. An imp- a great performance. Yeah. I don't know the actor's name, but he was really something. And, you know, the gay on gay crime that happened that, you know, mainstream media, you know, kind of just like would turn their eye to or just like, well, I'm definitely going to be watching the rest yeah, of this. You, you got three watch episodes it. in. It, it's, it's, it's so compelling. Yeah, really it was like really it. good. All right, listen. Yes, we are selling the beauty on Botox. 651-647-5437. We've got five left at 350 a pop. And if you want to come with Holly and I and Kat Perkins tomorrow to Lord, we've got those tickets too. Those are a hundred dollars. It's bids for kids. Bids for kids. To bid on this hour's auction items, call 651-647-KIDS. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes that would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, we have uh, three Botox spots left. That's it. Three of the Botox with Dr. Crutchfield left. And uh, two, a couple of more Lord tickets sold. Oh, good. So yes. that's good. Good to hear that. We'll take. We'll just sell them slowly, all till six sure, o'clock. Just whittle them mm-hmm. away. And if yeah, you want to buy in to go to Lord tomorrow night mm-hmm. with Lori and Cat Perkins in a suite, I'll be there. Colleen and Bradley, I think, are in a suite as well. It is six five one six four seven kids. Two Botox left now. Just okay. two. So you can call oh. that number, 651-647-KIDS, and uh, get in on either the Lord Suite or the two Botox and Beauty. Yes, and Las yeah. Vegas is next hour. Las everybody. Vegas is next yeah, hour, so that's going to be at the 5 o'clock hour. Okay, yeah. so today is World Water Day. In case you water didn't. Day. Water Day, okay. that's right. And Beyonce is helping others celebrate World Water Day since le- uh, launching her... Uh, Be Good for Burundi initiative with UNICEF in 2017. Beyonce has provided programs to bring clean, safe drinking water to the landlocked East African nation with efforts to improve water, sanitation, basic hygiene. And this year she partnered with Gucci and Chime for Change to bring water to the children of Burundi. And um, uh, they've put in, what did they spend? Uh, for, they built wells for 120,000 women and children. That's great. I know. That's great. So um, anyway, Gucci's given a million dollars to help UNICEF's goal to build um, 80 more wells. Last year, they built 35. 
Nice. Well, good on Gucci. Gucci is very progressive. They've been supporting a lot of, they've been getting rid of fur and their clothing and supporting the March for Life and other things. So, And be good for Burundi is uh, Beyonce is aiming to get to a half a million children and families by 2020 in just three years. Excellent. Good for you. Yes. Good for you. Oh, okay. This came over the wire recently. This is kind of sad and tragic that the founder of Toys R Us, Charles Lazarus, had passed away at the age of 94. He's probably crushed about his company. I know, Lori. So his death comes just one week after Toys R Us announced it's closing all of its U.S. stores. Well, you're absolutely right. He probably passed away from from a broken heart, but he did. (laughs) But he did leave the company 20 years ago. Oh, he did. So he had been gone for some time. But however... Even if you leave the company, it's still bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's the something that you founded. Like and, what? And you did, what's, what's going on with Claire of Claire's? I mean, Claire's about, is not closing all of its stores. Oh, it isn't. They no, are I've, just filing for bankruptcy yeah, protection restructuring. Okay. and restructuring. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. worry, you will be able to get your ears pierced at a reasonable price at your local mall. That's where, but that's where you go. You get your ears pierced for the first time. I think that's where I went, Claire's. It's a Claire's. rite of passage. A yeah. Rite of passage. Right. yeah, I got my ears pierced at the mall. Uh, the, it wasn't the, a potato the, with a needle. No, it was oh. the Miller Co- My dad <laughs> was like Jennifer Garner's dad, and he was old school, and he believed, and I can quote him, you were born with all the holes you need in your body. <laughs> okay. Zipper. 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 And I was, my sisters and I were not allowed to get our ears pierced until we were not living under his. So, so right. then what? So eight, I did 18, not, 19 years old? No, I think I was like 22 because oh I. God, 22. I know because I lived at home <laughs> until I was 21. I lived and at home helped? through my junior year of college. And when I moved out, my senior year, I went with my boyfriend and his friend, and we went to the Miller Hill Mall. And it wasn't Claire's, but it was another jewelry place at the mall. They where I, used the little gun and just went. Psh, psh. Oh, I was so happy! You can't imagine. I mean, I did have clips. I mean, I wore clip earrings, but it was just ridiculous. And my dad was just like, no tattoos. I obviously that didn't even come up, but just no. No, no other you holes. Have, you your, have, you the have all the holes. <laughs> I was really little when I got my ears pierced. I don't even think I, I had a choice in it. I was little. Yeah. And then I couldn't get them to stick back into my ear. And so then I just let it close. And then I tried one more time. Then and then I just the let potato? It, it. Well, no, I just let it close. I don't wear earrings. I oh, don't have don't? my ears no. pierced. Oh, I have no tattoos. No, no piercings. You are I had my anomaly be- for I your know. age. I had True. my belly button pierced Ugh. one summer in between graduating Ouch. from high school and my my freshman year of college, I went and I did it and I thought it was so cool. But then I wore high-waisted khaki pants when I was waiting tables at Don Pablo's, the Mexican oh. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so then my belt, I used to wear this like cool. Oh, would it I get got caught? Yeah, I had a studded belt from Hot Topic. Oh. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I thought it was really Wait. cool and individualized when oh, I was waiting big. tables. And so then it kept on rubbing up against my belly and then it just fell out. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to get gross, infected, and full of pus. I can't. Ah, I can't. It's true, Donnie. that word, pus. Yeah. No, it's, so, it's so descriptive, though. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the Botox is sold out. Is it gone? Botox is yeah. Gonzo. Thank you, everybody, for buying those. Yeah, that was a thing for, like, I think it was Britney that got everybody doing it. It was, and I did not have a Britney Spears stomach, let me tell you, yeah. that summer. But oh, I got, yeah, a, got yeah. a belly button piercing sure. anyways. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, I mean, it seems like half, half, the, half of people, you know, that were influenced by, half the girls got their belly button pierced. Well, it was a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people still have their belly buttons pierced who did it in the early 2000s. Yeah, I don't know. Britney I, Spears. Yeah, uh, I know two nieces, they let theirs, um, whatever. Close well, up. Close, close up. up. Well, and the problem is, is that it closes up very quickly. So once you take that ring out, it will shut like in a day. Really? Well, and you can't, so then you can't, well, not a day probably, but very, very quickly. Not yeah. like your ears. You cannot wear earrings for a while and yeah. they'll still stay open. Like Kenny I, has a lot of experience with belly buttons rings, right? Uh, I wonder if I could get an earring through my ear right now. I bet I could. What, 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 are, you, what are you talking about? Oh, well, you have an old a, you have an old piercing. He's an yeah. old piercing. I had, oh, I, I didn't know that. Two of them in one ear. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> and they were uh, they were both done at parties. Yeah, uh, really. With the potato the and the hot needle. Yeah, and okay. a lot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and and the alcohol wasn't on your ear either. No, no, no. <laughs> Glad we could we could clarify that. Yes, well, you know that we even had to. <laughs> that, well, that we even had to. What about piercings in other more sensitive areas? Well, like the uh, oh. what is it's it called? The Albert Prince Albert. Okay, Albert in a can uh, or well, Albert in a I've can. Never, What's it called? The, hold on, I don't know what it's called, but I I don't get it. Explain explain to me oh, why. You yes, you're exactly right, Lori. Yeah. We're going to explain it to you because oh, we're going there. Yeah. a Prince Albert piercing is traditionally placed through the underside of the penile shaft. Yeah. <laughs> why? Uh, well, <laughs> if you I have to know. ask why, Kenny, then no. you don't understand. Then you don't need one because you already <laughs> know what you're doing, but supposedly for sexual pr- pleasure. Ah, I'm looking at a picture. <laughs> why? Don't Google this at home. Alexa, no. don't look at, at a Prince Albert. <laughs> don't tell anybody what it is. It just looks like it gets in the way. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> All right, we come back. We're ready to freak out after the traffic. All right, this one's sponsored by Concordia Universe. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon would be Charles Lazarus, the founder of Toys R Us, has passed away at the age of 94, and his death comes just one week after Toys R Us announced it will be closing all of its U.S. stores. Also trending online this afternoon, it's World Water Day. And actor Vincent Gallo trending. Uh, Apparently, he has written an article for Another Man magazine. He has penned an open letter. It's unfiltered, unedited. I have not read it yet, but apparently... 
he's just trolling everyone and is angry at everything. So there you go. Uh, also trending online this afternoon would be uh, we also have Lost in Japan. That is a hashtag that is trending right now. That is the uh, new album from Sean Mendes. People are excited about that. And or actually, I'm sorry, that's just a single. But people are very excited that Sean Mendes is putting out new music. Huzzah! I know you're all excited. Uh, that's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. It's bids for kids. Bids for kids. Your winning bid goes directly to the Ronald McDonald House Charities Upper Midwest. Every dollar will help kids and their families stay close to medical experts and each other. Thanks from the kids at the Ronald McDonald House. To bid on this hour's auction items, call 651-647-KIDS. Then tell me one thing more before I go. Such a great song. Tell me how am I supposed to be without you? Now that I've been loving you so long. Donnie, why are you playing this song? You mentioned that it was uh, one of the songs we heard in The Assassination of Gianni Versace. And who is it? That's the late... Unfortunately, Laura Branigan. We lost her back in 2004 to a brain aneurysm. Yeah. Yeah, such a good song. Yeah, it is a good song. Yeah. Slow dance, everyone. Yeah, it really... Keep a ruler's space in between <laughs> you and your really partner. Sp- <laughs> All right, so oh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I have been freaking oh. the hell out about Facebook. Can I mention something real quick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jora over at the XL wanted us to know what oh, yeah. the gift for Lord, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. which they do. Uh, she is. She hopes she's crafting while on tour. She hopes to make a quilt, and as a surprise gift for Lord, uh, the XL is, is taking some of her Instagram photos and turning them into quilting scare, uh, squares, which should be really cool. They hope that she will like them. They're so clever. And then aren't oh, they giving her a that. Duluth pack? Probably something. I feel like that, that email said a Duluth pack. Oh, a D- yeah. Duluth pack leather shell bag. Cool. Very That's cool. Very nice. They like to give them stuff with a Minnesota connection. Individualized gifts. And I know for pink... Um, when she was here a week and a half ago, one of the things Excel did, because they know she's traveling with her kids, mm-hmm. at the Roy Wilkins, they set up a bouncy house. That is amazing. Isn't that amazing? And Pink was just like completely flabbergasted, I guess, that well, they did that. that they would think and go above and beyond and think about what Pink could possibly need. Need and for her a, kids. And, and they just house. were going crazy. That is so cool. I know. Isn't that cute? Okay, yes. so... Facebook. I mean, mm, it is just mm, everywhere. Mm. Uh, where in the world is Mark um, Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg is what people were saying. And um, he uh, finally came up for air. And it was the, it has to do with the Cambridge Analytica story, which broke late on Sunday. A whistleblower who worked for Cambridge spoke to The Guardian about his w- role in the data fi- uh, mining firm, which was hired by the Trump campaign. I believe Obama used Cambridge Analytics in an earlier campaign. I'm not sure what it was. I don't know what the story is. But basically, Facebook let this company exploit this app data, and they did not realize, they say, Facebook says that, you know, that, they got all this information, which mm-hmm. I don't know that I really believe it. This whistleblower 
for Cambridge Analytics. He got booted off of Facebook. Yeah. Just try and disable your Facebook account, okay? <laughs> well, it's I, I can not tell- easy. Well, it's not easy, even during the commercial breaks we've been going through, because in order to really manage your Facebook account, you have to go through everything with a fine tooth comb. They don't make it necessarily obvious for you, and you no, have to go a lot through of layers. You're opting in unless yes. you opt out. That well, that's right, and that's the part of the agreement that you agree to when you start a Facebook account. Yeah. So here's uh, the story setup. You might be, you know, confused. You're wondering. I know there's the hashtag delete Facebook out there. I know Cher uh, posted about it on Twitter. Did that, she use a lot of emojis? On yeah, her? but that she had because she had started her Facebook. Facebook account to raise awareness about, I think, an, something for animals. And uh-huh. so she felt really bad, but she deleted her Facebook account. Other people are deleting it. That uh, So here's just a little... I, is this from GMA, Donnie? Uh, I think yes, so. this is from GMA. GMA. Uh, okay. Hang on a second. Where's this music? Well, I decided to quit. And- because we're just... So much of our private information is being is. handed over okay. to third-party apps. Yeah. And Facebook knows about it, and they've known about it. But here we go. All right, there we go. Overnight on CNN, Mark Zuckerberg speaking publicly for the first time in the wake of that privacy scandal affecting up to 50 million users. Our responsibility now is to make sure that this doesn't happen again. We're going to go now and investigate every app uh, that has access to a large uh, amount of, of information from before we lock down Uh, our platform. The Facebook founder promising anyone whose data may have been affected will soon be able to find out and also nearly daring lawmakers to regulate him. I I actually am not sure we shouldn't be regulated. Um, You know, I think in general technology is an increasing, um, increasingly important trend in in the world. And I, I actually think the question is more, what is the right regulation? But the backlash is growing. Singer Cher tweeting that she had deleted her Facebook account, calling the decision very hard but necessary. And thousands sharing the hashtag delete Facebook, including Brian Acton, the co-founder of WhatsApp, a company Facebook bought in 2014 for $16 billion. Tweeting to his thousands of followers, it's time, delete Facebook. Facebook also now facing a proposed class action lawsuit and calls from those in Washington for strict regulations. We need to come in and think long and hard about how to deal with these threats. And Facebook and other uh, Internet provider types need to come in and talk to us about what what they're doing internally. And people were not like uh, different people that were weighing in. It was like Mark Zuckerberg is just the worst spokesperson for his company. Oh, well, I wouldn't necessarily argue with that. Yeah, which is always why you know you try not to have your CEO, but they have mis they have they've mishandled this by going underground and in hiding. Well, I it. think a lot of Mark Zuckerberg's uh, way of managing Facebook is pull his, do his, hoodie, up well, his well, pull his hoodie up over his head and then make changes, do stuff, and then answer for it later. Yeah, you know, and and there, I mean, think of all the little dramas over the years with Facebook when they changed their interface or the newsfeed yeah. or the way that it's set up. I mean, I remember uh, throughout well, I the years that people were got really upset in the way that they were managing just the site in general. Well, and did 
did everyone is was it clear that every time you used a, an app to connect with Facebook, like it was that clear to oh, everybody? Well, when that, you're ta- oh, like for example, when you take a personality quiz, you're like, "What kind of pizza are you?" Okay, so you go and take one of those quiz. What kind of pizza are you? They they say when you opt in to do that, it's like, okay, you're gonna give us access at the Quiz Corporation, like access yeah. to blank, blank, and blank. Yeah. And so you say, okay, they're not making it necessarily obvious. Now, when you delete, like for example when you go apps. into when you delete the apps like there's a feature on facebook it, when you've taken the what kind of pizza are you quiz and you don't want the quiz corporation to have access to that part of your facebook profile you can delete that off your facebook profile however there is a prompt when you do that that says okay well you're taking it off of facebook however if you don't want the quiz corporation to have your information anymore you have to deal with them it's right. not on us. So yeah. there's just a lot of like different. Like, yeah, deleting Facebook just pulls your data from Facebook. The apps yeah. that have right, your data right. still have it. Yeah. You have to reach out to them individually, but you won't know which apps your friends allowed to have your information. But that's what I. Yes, that's and exact- so okay. Hashtag delete Facebook. I see that more as as a statement and declaration yeah. of Facebook. Stop it. But actually, deleting your Facebook profile is not really going to undo you know the damage. Who that is has already doing been done. the drumbeat on this? Years ago, and the book came out in 1997, and I remember it because the the guy that um, I was kind of dating at the time, he was like a big, early, you know, internet an thing, early adapter, early adapter of the internet. And Carolyn Kennedy came out with a book called "The Right to Privacy," about how privacy was going to be compromised and turned upside mm-hmm. down in an Orwellian way mm-hmm. because of this information of the World Wide Web. And I, and people were just, she was on different, you know, the Washington Post gave it great reviews and that's what it was called, the right to privacy. And she was advocating back then that there should be things that um, should be put in place for privacy as far as all this information going online and how vulnerable it was going to be and that, uh, you know, everything from work companies having access to everything that you're doing on your computer Mm -hmm. and how a company can monitor lifestyle. And now, and then she didn't even know that this was coming and that we'd be willingly turning over all this information in an innocent way. Yeah. Not realizing that you're agreeing that basically you just wanted the- to know what type of PC you were, Lori. Yeah, you that's, did, that's let's all. play the next one, Donnie. Uh, okay, let's see here. All right, here we go. Whoop. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is that? What kind of data is Facebook collecting on its users? Facebook is not only tracking your behavior on the app itself, but it's also tracking you around the web using a series of web trackers. It's aware of more than just what you're doing on Facebook itself. So what does Facebook know about you? On Facebook, go to your settings, tap ads, then click your information, then your categories. We showed these Facebook users who say they only filled out basic details what's up for grabs on their own profiles. The fact that they know that I'm in libraries, the fact that they know that I use uh, an iPhone 7, (laughs) the fact that I have liberal politics. I'm away from my family, I'm away from my hometown, like that's, yeah, but like it's weird to see that Facebook knows that. (laughs) They know everything and there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of tips out there about uh, blocking information, but you, you should go to your settings and look at privacy, look at ads. 
Yeah, just look, think just about what you're scroll- sh- sharing and, and checking in. I mean, there's so many things that one must consider when you're using social media regarding your privacy. Yeah, well, we just didn't even really have any idea. And of course, Facebook is basically, they're saying, oh, we had a problem, but they sold that information to Cambridge Analytics. So, 50 million worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. say that it mm-hmm. just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they can't go, oops, oops. oh. Yeah. And so. the terms of service can be very confusing in your Facebook. There's a lot of small print. There's some bold print. And they made some changes in 2014. They, yeah, I remember the did. last time we all got freaked out yeah. about it. But um, it it is just, again, I just think about... Um, yeah, keep in mind also Instagram is owned by Facebook. Yep. WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. Uh-huh. So just deleting your Facebook page alone is not necessarily the solution yeah. to what is happening. Oh, I know. Also, we could see some kids and some puppies. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's all we wanted to see. I just, I, I'm a pepperoni pizza laureate. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> all right, listen, when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Um, is this director taking aim at his method acting leading lady? And um, we'll discuss that and more. And against snaring.com. On my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right. What is the meaning of this? Donnie, you had told us earlier about uh, Owen Wilson, our little butterscotch stallion. We might need another cigarette after this, because now there's footage <laughs> oh. of the act. Of the actor carelessly leaving the scene of the chaos oh, he boy. created at the tavern bar <laughs> at the Hotel Croydon after midnight, which set off a fire alarm. And uh, the butterscotch stallion and the blonde woman are seen dancing together as they leave the bathrooms that and exit great. the bar. Yeah. That sounds sober. With the alarm lights <laughs> oh, yeah, flashing. Yeah, yeah. And, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, many people, including a lot of people in their pajamas, were but Did he blow the smoke into the fire alarm? <laughs> Uh, they were having a puff in the bar near the restrooms, and um, I would say he's not going to be in any trouble, but he might not be welcome back at that hotel. He might have a lifetime ban from for the a hotel while. Croydon. Yeah, for a while, because okay. they did evacuate the entire well, well, you have hotel. To. Yeah. Everybody out! Everybody out. Okay, here's what, I mean. here's what Kim Cattrall has to say about her sex in the city co-star Cynthia Nixon's run for governor. This is what she tweeted. Yes. I support and respect any former colleague's right to make their own career choices. Oh, I see now, Kim Cattrall. Wow, way to support Cynthia Nixon mm-hmm. and way was, to throw was, Sarah Jessica Bunder, uh, Parker under the shade bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's a very cryptic was, reply yes. going back to 
Sarah Jessica Parker and the whole Sex in the City three debacle and the and the whole stuff between them. I and mean, this Kim thing she's being was being bullied to yes. be Samantha. Man, and, the story has legs for days, for days, and days and days. That is a very ambiguous response, isn't it? I yes. suspect it. I mean, just mm. like I mean, it was very very political. Yeah, I've heard that, respond but in we that see, way. We see you, Kim, and we see the shade. Yes, Megan McCain. And can I just say that she and Joy Behar cannot stand each other on the view. Well, they fight all the time when they talk to each other. They both, it's practically rolling their eyes. They can't, the the tension is, you can just feel palpable. it. Oh yeah, you can but feel it, it. Is it interesting? Is it interesting tension or is it awkward tension? Like you don't want to watch it or you want to see what they have to say to each other? It's a little of both. It's a little, a little awkward and it's a little bit, but it's just, they really can't each other. I will say that about the, the two of I mean, them. Is that what the producers want? Maybe, but they both will say things like after, uh, okay, Joy, okay, Megan, they do a lot of that. <laughs> so aggressive. That's kind of girl speak for like, okay, okay, okay. I mean, it says everything. So, yes, but Megan McCain, mm. Megan McCain, like Two weeks ago, was in the clubhouse with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. And um, I quite enjoyed her as a guest. She likes a lot of the Bravo shows. And he was asking her about some of the new housewives. Mm-hmm. And she said that she found Teddy Mellencamp, John Mellencamp's daughter by his first wife, to be boring as a new housewife on Beverly Hills. It's a harmless enough opinion. Yeah, sure. exactly. I kind of felt somewhat the same way, but she's just kind of nice, but you know, way anyway, but anyway, and Megan McCain, I think said she needs to be replaced. And in an interview then that Teddy Mellencamp did last week, she was asked about Megan bringing her up. And she said, I would never comment on how I think Megan McCain does her job. I just wouldn't, that's not my place. I'm about empowering other women to be the best that they can be. Then, this week, (laughs) this week, Megan McCain said, was asked about Teddy's response to her response. And Megan McCain's response was? Even I thought thought that response response was boring. That was such a boring response. If you're going to catfight with me, then bleepin' catfight with me. Ah! Like, come up with something better than that. You're boring. She's doubling down. Wow. I guess so. And she said, that's boringness of all boring. Like, you're not even answering in a good way. Oh, man, the view is rubbing off on Megan McCain. She's having a pin yawn. And then she also said, uh, Megan said, I hate Dorit. I've tried to like her. I've tried and tried. I don't like her accent or her wigs. I agree with you, Megan McCain. Teddy Mellencamp released this statement. Oh, please. In a, in a statement to page six, and I am going to say... I want you guys to say who you think got the best last clapback. I guess Megan could clap back again, but Megan's was very schoolyard, boring, boring. You know what I mean? It right. Kind of. But uh, here's what Teddy told Page Six about Megan McCain: For someone who thinks I'm so boring, she sure has a lot to say about me. Of all the horses I've ever ridden, I've never been on one as high as the one Megan sits on. Oh snap! 
Oh, snap. <laughs> That's a good comeback. It's a good comeback. Good clap back. It is a good I, comeback. I think they both are kind of equal footing on this one. The whole thing started was because Megan McCain was asked her opinion yeah. about Teddy. And I think that Megan McCain's opinion was fair enough. And it was really, it, it, her response was boring. I mean, boring is just a, a boring word. I mean, yeah. truly, you can think of something to say. But aren't you on The Real Housewives? If you're on The Real Housewives, you're out there seeking opinions or any kind of press i mean yeah. come on we're talking about you teddy mellencamp you but should teddy be i do like that of all the horses i have because teddy mellencamp is a former equestrian, equestrian. of course she is so it's very mm. very good oh. um okay so here's another one for you um darren aronofsky um talking about um filming the movie mother and he denied pushing Jennifer Lawrence to the point of physical injury in the movie. Instead, he blamed her for losing control and hurting herself. Huh. The 49-year-old director who famously started dating Jennifer Lawrence after filming gave his first interview directly addressing claims she tore her diaphragm because she was hyperventilating. So much for the movie during the scenes. Yeah, the horse scenes. Mm -hmm. And he said he preferred not to work with method actors after witnessing her become so emotionally overwhelmed. Hmm. Uh, I wasn't pushing Jennifer that day. I was pulling her back to remind her that we were just making a movie. I don't work well with method actors. I work best with actors who basically, when you say cut, it's over and the emotion is gone. And when I say action, they're able to go deep into it. He's a weirdo. Yeah. Well, do you think that he's talking about how she was in their relationship, too? That's what I'm wondering. Saying that mm, maybe a little bit of this uh, over emotionality was uh, bleeding into the relationship. And that's how he's saying that. And he yeah. couldn't really handle that. That I've never noise. had a situation where an actor was so emotionally um, overwhelmed by the material that they lost control and hurt themselves. She gave it her all for that stupid movie is. Yeah, and then she dated you and dumped her. Yeah, and then you talk like that about her. Ugh. I didn't even know she was method. I, I didn't I know, know either. That's what I'm I've saying. I've never considered that her a method actress. No, yeah. me neither. That's why I'm saying some shade. Is and being let's give it away. up for Flor- Frances McDormand, who was at the Isle of Dogs premiere in New York, the Wes Anderson she film. She was handing out inclusion writer bumper stickers, and the cast had animal rescue dogs on the red carpet. <laughs>